I don't have any. Hey, it's Crimson. And what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming. And just thank you for listening. Hmm. So let's 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 do this. Let's do this. Um I promise this Monday. I actually promise this Monday that we're actually gonna get to it and make sure that we address it. Now I know that um we had several different stories, well a couple stories, um about police brutality and some of the things about police overstepping his lines. I'm supposed to put my that video up like sometime this week. Um but 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 we're actually gonna just like address one of the biggest problems that we see with uh police officers and my argument that it starts with the training. It starts with the mentality. It starts with their it's drilled in them to actually do. And because of this, because of this we see just like toxic byproducts of what they have to do. So um, let's actually look at a something that actually surfaced recently in Utah about police training. So let's go to it, okay? And this is brought to us by PBS, Frontline PBS. Let's go. Our goal as law enforcement is to stop the threat. It's not to hurt someone. It's not to kill someone. It's to Police get their threat. basic training and you. See, like even this is propaganda. Stop the threat. Or how do you stop the threat? Hurting somebody or killing them. Like this is just like, we're not even 10 seconds in it. I just, all right, let's go. Utah during 16 weeks at Peace Officer Standards and Training, known as POST. Wait, like I, I saw part of this, but Loveland, Loveland. They spend time. Let's let's go go back go back go back just a little bit. Loveland. So if you guys didn't know that a lot of place like Loveland is been I've done several different videos about the Loveland police officers where they fucked up a lot of people. And yeah, no, this I know this is in Utah and Utah is kind of in the area of Colorado. But it can't be the same you, you Colorado Loveland where they, you know, violently assaulted a, 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 a woman with dementia. This can't be. Okay, let's, this is Utah, not Cal, um, Colorado, even though they're close by each other. They're different states. All right, let's go. Training known as post. They spend time inside the classroom and out. And towards the end, go through five days of intensive scenario training. Salt Lake Tribune reporter Peyton Harkins and producer Abby Ellis were allowed to observe sessions over several months. What is the most important thing we got to take care of when we first get any scene? Officer and scene safety. Sergeant Scott. No, no, no. The first thing that you take care of is citizen safety. Citizen safety. Citizen safety. The first thing that you should take, like, they're already teaching, like, no, it doesn't matter. You need to go home by the end of the day, no matter what. 
better to be judged by 12 and then carried by six. Ask, ask um, Chauvin how that felt. I'm just saying. Let, let, let's go. Lawrence Hung oversees the scenario training at post. We continue our investigation. The absolute most important thing is officer safety. So all of the other procedural stuff that they learn will be at their own individual agencies. And you hear this shit. The, like, oh, no, just like, fuck. Like, look at those cold, dead eyes of just like, yeah, yeah, just make sure that you know, no matter what you need to do, you need to make sure that officers are safe. Like, this is just cold and dead eyes. Like, yeah, I'm training people that um kill everybody that you feel threatened by. Let's go. And so we really highlight that officer safety issue. Do we allow people to point guns at us? No. no. We go home. Those that we're dealing with, we'll go home if they choose to, right? But we go home, we protect ourselves, we protect our partners, we protect those innocent bystanders. Was there anything that happened during the argument? Hey, why are the cops here? The cadets are put through role playing from traffic stops. I fuck it. Like, okay, so, like, let's let's just look at this. Hold on. Look at this shit. This fucking thin blue line mask is a front to what the motherfucking flag stands for. These people want to actually say, oh, I stand for the flag. No, the fuck you not. That literally is the flag. Like, here, let's let's do. Let's do this. Now, I know the U.S. flag literally symbolizes war because we've been in war for every everyone. Um, images. Here, let's do this. Black and f white, uh, black U.S. flag meaning. In general, black flags are used by enemy forces to signify the enemy combatants are going to be killed rather than taken prisoner. Essentially, the opposite of the white flag used to represent sur surrender. Most black American flags are entirely black, meaning that the stars and stripes almost become impossibly to see. So every time you see this fucking thin blue line flag, it is literally saying we will kill you, not take you fucking prisoner. That's what this fucking flag means. And you have cops running around with this shit that either is one, a bad thing that they don't realize this bullshit or two, that they realize the bullshit and they just blatantly says, no, we're not going to take you in. We're going to kill you right there on the motherfucking street. That's what this flag means. But it's become a symbol of police. I wonder why they say the police are 
uh, are, are, are all cops are bastards. They literally try to symbolize a black flag. And then, look, 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 look. They try to symbolize that they're the Punisher. You know what the Punisher did? The Punisher killed people without remorse. And you know who he killed a lot of? Dirty cops, too. But you know symbolism doesn't mean shit to these people. But let, let's go, let's go, let's go. Role playing from traffic stops, domestic violence situations, to dealing with someone experiencing a mental health crisis. We have role players and an evaluator. We have guidelines and kind of how we want. And all you see is this training of these cops, literally, of how to use force. How, how like, not if they should use force, how to use force. Like, I can't believe that this shit that they're doing is anywhere near okay. But let's continue. The role players to respond to certain stimulus that the cadets are giving them. Is there a weapon behind there? I haven't seen one. You don't know. Will our officer safety become laxed in these or will it become heightened? But what are you seeing? Relax. I just want to get down to his level train. Okay, so you're trying to be empathetic at the sacrifice of your officer safety. The fuck? How is this even a class? How, like, this shit is so brazen. So brazen that they're just saying, like, no, you shouldn't care about um, the people that you are, you know, you shouldn't care about the people that you're supposed to be supportive and protected. Only care about your safety because that's what matters. And if you're going to pop somebody a few times just to pop somebody, well, then, oh, well. Fuck. But let's 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 keep going. And so as we're going through these different scenarios, we're trying to get them to understand the importance of if I'm gonna be safe, I have to understand everything that's going on around me. Cassie, police, come out and talk to us, would you? You're not coming out. You're not coming out? The instructors push them to make life and death decisions. Put your gun down. Like you I oh my god. This shit is legit making me angry. This shit is legit making me angry because what they're doing is telling them like, no, you know, if you're going to kill, kill. Like, like if you feel threatened, kill. If you think your safety is a little bit threatened, kill. You see the problem here? What happened to our officer safety? Why are we not recognizing that as a gun pointed at us? When you think of a gun be pointed at you, what do you think? You think this, right? Do we think of this or this or whatever it is is that what we think of no. seems casual it doesn't seem threatening okay well she's spinning it and where is her finger on the trigger right but that's why so would you have shot that's that's really hard no it's not really hard it is hard for it's me. really simple because if i shot her and then i don't think do you let a gun be pointed at you yes or no i want to say no but do you let a gun be pointed at your partner This shit should stop. Like, really? This is just horrifying. You think anywhere you're threatened, kill them. Do you, like, do you guys, like, wow. No de-escalation, 
no, hey, like, hey, like, let's 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 not send two cops to a situation. Let's actually send like let's back up, give them space, and then let's 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 try to talk them down. No, it's just like you feel threatened. Shoot. Then what's the argument? Why is it so hard? You're in the wrong profession, my friend, if you can't live with that. All cops are bastards. I'm just saying, all cops are bastards. Because of this shit right here? Really? Really? Okay. How many of you made that decision? One out of seven. You are three weeks from that being a real gun, a real bullet, a real death. And you don't know if you can live with that? Wow. How many brothers do you have out here? How many sisters? They mean less to you than some a mental subject. You go home. You. The tragedy isn't the fact that not only is he preaching like, oh, it's a mental subject. And I'm sure that's not the word he would have used if he wasn't being recorded. But the tragedy is that one guy was like, I would have made the choice. This is horrifying. That the only thing that they're doing is if you feel fear, if you feel uncertain, shoot first. Don't even ask questions. You soul search and you figure it out. And if that question hasn't been answered tomorrow, I suggest you don't come back. Being a police officer, you may in your career be required to take a life. When you're faced with that situation, if you have not come to the reality that you may have to do that, and now you're processing through it, how effective is your decision going to be? So, How about let's not try to amp these cops up to take a life? Let's, 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 like, for real. Let's not. But you're literally training people. What is this? A six-week course on just like just kill, 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 kill? The fuck? Uh, let's go. Oh yeah, absolutely. To put on this badge and to put a gun on your hip to go into somebody's house to protect them. If you haven't made that decision that taking someone's life may be a possibility, it's too late then. We don't want to shoot people. It seems pretty it seems pretty evident that you probably just want to shoot people. You feel scared, shoot. You feel like they're going to be some kind of a threat, shoot. Don't put yourself in danger. It you're not here to serve and protect, you're here to go home at the end of the day. And these cops are going through this for 6 weeks. six weeks and it's not even good training at least with the military and they put you through boot camp they at least try to make sure that you know they give you some order or some structure but this shit is two fucking soulless ass motherfuckers that's just telling you if you feel threatened shoot no engagement of of 
of the rules of combat. No, you feel threatened. You walk up to somebody and you feel threatened. Shoot. God damn it. Okay. But who makes that decision? Bear with me for a minute. When you picture criminal, what do you think? Have you pictured somebody you love? Wait, did he just say when you picture a criminal, what do you think? And he just says gangbanger? Wait, what the fuck? Why is this school still allowed to be in operation? Look in the mirror and ask yourself, can I kill a kid? Can I shoot a grandma? Can I shoot a mom? Can I shoot a dad? Can I shoot a brother? Because if you can't, it's not you that's going to get hurt, it's your partner. How many of you have been to an officer's funeral? How was it? Wait, 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 wait. Versus the funeral of somebody who didn't need to get killed that you just killed because you were scared? How do you think the family, the funeral of uh, Philando Castile was? Freddie Gray, Tamar Rice, Mike Brown, Brianna Taylor. How do you think their funeral was? Did you know? I didn't. How bad that be if that was your partner and you knew that was your fault? Wait, where's Wait, he's they, he's trying to appeal to their humanity for their partner, but not other human beings. Over the past 10 years, 15 police officers died on the job in Utah. 10 of them killed by a suspect. As you're walking the halls doing these trainings, there's this giant memorial to all the officers in Utah who have been killed it's it's massive the wall okay so past 10 years 15 right Mm-hmm. Let's just go two and eight, two thousand twenty one. What is this? Thirty years? It's gonna pull up thirty years. Come on. No, I don't want that can't put cookies on my shit um oh shit utah attorney uh, general office surprise police shot at so many people in 2020 don't need frontline damn it i'm watching a video from frontline So, in 2020 alone, 2020 alone, 
17. Over 10 years, 15 officers. Officers fired at 30. I'm just saying, the numbers seem pretty unfucking even. But let's go. Well, is this physical reminder of what they learn in training? If you mess up, it means either your life could be taken or your partner's life could be taken. And you're taught you don't want your name to end up on this wall. You ready? All right, next up. Many of the scenarios we observed would turn out to be worst case and end in a shooting. Like this one, where a woman calls 911 and says her husband and son have shot themselves. Police, is anybody in there? It's not long after the cadets show up, but she ends up stabbing one of them. Hey, get off! Bang, 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 bang! Wait, what? Wait, what? You have to be fucking kidding me. You have to be fucking kidding me that her husband and son shot themselves. So all of a sudden she's going to turn around and just stab one of the officers. What? Like they run them through these drills. What? I can't with these people. I fucking can't with these people. Because they teach them for six weeks to be afraid of everybody who isn't their partner. And teaches them to kill them. Uh, her. Wow. Okay. And her husband wakes up and starts firing at the others. Bang! Bang, 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 And this one. We're just going to let you up with a warning today, okay? Where a routine traffic stop turned into a hostage situation. Every situation that we send police officers in doesn't require lethal force. But if we take an officer's career. But you send, you practice all lethal force drills. What the fuck? Okay, 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 wow. How many situations are they going to be in, let's say, in a 20-year career? Thousands, right? But we only have these cadets for five, six days, maybe seven days at the most. So we have to take this experience of a 20-year career and condense that into a few days. And so we try and hit such a wide variety of scenarios to open their eyes to the possibility. Okay, so it's six days. But they for six days, this is like fucking nightmare torture scenarios. Okay, okay. God, let's go. But the focus on worst-case scenarios has become increasingly controversial among experts in the field who are concerned about police shootings. The essence of what we would call fear-based training is the training on the possibility of an action versus the probability of an action. Randy Shrewsbury worked as a police officer in multiple departments around the country. He now advocates for reforming police training. We showed him some of the scenarios we filmed at Post. 
part of the problem that we have resides in this scenario-based training because it's this kind of endless exploration of what could happen for which then officers um, in, in every circumstance of their job is feeling some level of threat. But the problem becomes... So he hit the nail right on the head. If you train them on always, 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 your life is in danger, it's always in threat, they're going to start fucking believing it. And this is just like, you are, this is literal mental torture. This is literal mental torture. And these motherfuckers can't see that it is literal mental torture. Because, you know, hey, you know, every every person who's not your partner is a suspect and they can probably kill you. They probably want to kill you. And you know what? You need to protect yourself because they're probably going to kill you. And so always walk around with your hand on your gun and always, always, always be ready to kill them and pull the trigger. No matter if it's a kid, no matter if it's a grandma, no matter if it's somebody who's in a wheelchair that may have been threatened to steal, you shoot them in the back nine times because they may be a threat is is that when you're reacting to anecdotes or to situations that could possibly happen you start to kind of create a narrative into the officer's mind which is placing them on edge get on the ground or i'm going to shoot you get out get on the ground now black lives matter you guys know the drill why did you shoot because large guys they jumped out of the vehicle they're both coming at us is this death or serious bodily injury no why is our gun our first resort panic but the reality is, is that, oh my God, they are training them to go to the gun. It's the first resort. I... Okay. Okay. What? Right. We're almost finished. Is that policing as safe as it's ever been? So it doesn't match up to this disproportionate emphasis that we place when we're constantly telling officers that at any moment they can be murdered, at any moment that they can be killed. We brought these critiques to the director of Utah's post program, Scott Stevenson. Is it possible that by training with worst case? I mean, like, is it ironic that all of these guys may have like no hair on the top of their head, maybe a certain skin color and, um, may can actually try to double for a specific Aryan race. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying nothing, but they all have a similar look. I wonder if, you know, them shaving their heads would mean that they can actually, you know, fit a hood over it better. I mean, um, a hat, I mean like a white hood. I mean like, you know, like playing uh, anyway, let's, let's go. Scenarios. Cadets go out into the field with a heightened sense of paranoia, seeing threats where there might not actually be threats. I think it's a valid observation, um, but I do not believe so. How would you want us to train? If, uh, if those situations are so infrequent, do you want somebody go in and going in without any type of experience at all? And if so, how do you expect them to perform? We put off... I expect them not to think the first scenario, the first tool that they pick up and use is their gun to actually kill somebody and call it a panic bucket button. In, in ugly situations, we really do. And then we expect it to be perfect every time. If I can teach them in that situation where the potential outcome is a shooting, then maybe they'll try to avoid it. I, I just... 
I just can't like this is just like really really weird because they're just teaching officers to kill 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 and it's just like don't they get it they are literally bringing up or implanting the officers this whole thing of everybody's out to kill you and they wonder why so many officers are paranoid we need to do something about the training we definitely need to do something about the training and i i just don't know what else to say i don't know what else to say it is dangerous it's sickening and um it is literally teaching officers that um Yo, you're more important than the people that you actually are um, supposed to serve and protect. Anyway, guys, anyway, guys, this is just another disgusting way of seeing how we don't respect our citizens and things of that nature. And um, yeah, yeah, ACAP, ACAP, because this shit is sickening. And um, we're going to actually go ahead and cut the video segment here. Before we do that, please like, share, and subscribe. If you're watching me on, um, if you're watching me live, stick around. We have some more things to go. If you are watching the playback, um, please hit that subscribe button. Um, also, also, if you want to help support the channel, I have subs on Twitch where for the low cost of free 99, you can actually go to, if you have Amazon Prime, you can actually link it up to which are Twitch Prime and actually support me um, monthly for um, for as low as free 99. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching this video clip and we're going to end it here.